You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. What's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimal of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! Up. We did it. We did it. It hasn't been too. It's been, what is that? What do you got there? Grizzlies hat that I'm wearing today. You're wearing your Grizzlies hat. Okay, let's just get right into it. We got let's another Thirsty Thursday episode of Drinks with Johnny. Today I'm going to be talking some mad shit with my good friend Zach Myers, who is a diehard Grizzlies fan. I'm a diehard Lakers fan. You guys know that if you've seen him on the Drinks with Johnny show back couple seasons ago. If for whatever reason you haven't seen that, I you know, go go watch it. You'll see that uh, Zach promised to take me to a floor seats game uh, if they ever met in the playoffs. And lo and behold, here I am, game two, still in Orange County. What the fuck, Zach? Listen, uh, I'm also on the road. So here's the deal. <laughs> if we make it to game five, if uh, and we have a day off, you got to fly in and I'll fly in and we'll just go. I won't sell my tickets. But I will say, uh, because it's the Lakers in the first round, uh, I am selling my tickets for a very great price. You making, you making some money on that one? <laughs> making a lot of money selling my tickets. That's the, that was the only upside to game one, I can tell you that for me. Oh man, so let's just get into it, man. Like, Oh I, dude, I, the whole band, your singer's texting me, you're texting me. <laughs> Everyone's texting me. As soon as it happened, I was like, and I'll be honest, man, it was like the, you guys, I told you this on text, but like, you guys were like, I would have rather have seen any team in the first round. Yeah. It's got, I mean, especially with Steven Adams being down for you guys, like, what do you got in the, it, it's going to be tough to guard uh, a guy like AD in the paint at that point, right? 
I mean, apparently, if you breathe on him, though, he gets hurt. So, <laughs> hey, 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 he's, he's all right. I, mean, I, I don't know what I, you know, I've texted people on the team today and I'm like, good job playing, good job playing. You know, so like, I don't know. So, yeah, I, Adam's down. He was supposed to be back before All Star break. And so, obviously, so they, they keep finding something wrong when they test the knee. So, AD's going to be hard, man. I will say, Jaron Jackson held his own. I don't think. Rui's going to have a, another game like that, maybe ever. Wow. Um, I'm, maybe. That, that's a little I'll, aggressive. I don't think he'll have a game like that in this series. <laughs> it's possible. I mean, I don't, I don't know, dude. That was I, a, really I mean, that was the best game of his career, right? Uh, he's, had, he had his, he's had some flashes like that before. I, think I, don't, think, I don't think he's had a game like that. You know, just, just that, that, that's like the, the, the constant hater right there. It's like... Like there was, I was watching uh, Kendrick Perkins talk about it, and like I guess some of the some of your Grizzlies mouthed off about it. Like Rui's, see if he could do that in Game Seven. It doesn't matter. He does not doesn't need to do that. He did it in one game, stole home court advantage, and now now he's going to move on. I think I will say uh, if you watch Desmond Bain's um, post game interview, it on paper it looks way worse than what he said. Uh, he he was just like. You know, it is it is a seven game series. Let's see if he can do it again. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a. I don't think it was as negative as. Listen, if the Grizzlies say anything, it's portrayed as negative at this point. <laughs> um, but well, whose I, fault no, is that? That's the Grizzlies' fault. <laughs> at least two of them's fault for sure. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I I think that I feel like Austin Reeves is the real threat. I agree. Austin Reeves like, right think, now is like my Austin favorite. Austin Reeves is the dude. Like I think, like I don't think Rui's gonna have another game like that this series. I think we'll make adjustments for that. I think Austin Reeves is gonna hit what Austin Reeves is gonna hit, and that's what's dangerous. Because if LeBron goes off, Le- LeBron's gonna LeBron. There's nothing you can do to stop LeBron if he if he feels like making a million shots. AD's got to be hot. Um, I don't know. I wish you guys were playing like the beginning of the season, Lakers, right now, but you're not. So, well, it's it's a different team now. It's a completely it's different, different team. different team now. It's a different team, and there's no rust there. Um, I'm interested to see, though. Know, yeah, I, I'm I'm a little nervous about tonight. The game starts at 6, and we go on at 8.50, so the game will be over. I know. So this game – so the, we're going to drop this tomorrow. The game will – I'm going to add in, like, who won afterward after right. I watch it yeah. tonight. But we all know the answer to that is. I mean, John Morant is, a, is questionable questionable for the game. He not only has to be in, but has to be the best player on the floor tonight for them to win, in my opinion. Disagree. Disagree. I know you're a Lakers guy, so I don't know if you haven't. I I don't know if you've ever seen us without Ja, but we're almost just as good of a team without him in a different way. Okay. I mean, like, I think last season when he missed, like, I think it was like 28 games, we were like, we won 24 of those games. That's great. That's great that you guys can do that in the regular season. This is playoffs, dude. <laughs> <laughs> this is the playoffs, and we're playing a guy who's played more playoff games than like anyone of all time. I feel like, yeah, so. pretty much. It's like it's and and I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but I was half ex, half expecting the Lakers, well, more so specifically LeBron, to do what he does in the in the in the postseason. You, he might give you the first game. Just to see what you're, what you're get, what kind of offense and defense you're going to be running, what, what you're going to do schematically, so you could go back and, and figure out how to pull your part. They didn't even need to do that this time, bro. No, they didn't. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> they fell apart in the last two minutes. Really. Oh, it was it was a. I I agree. It was such, 
It, I mean, score, really, realistically, you won by worse. realistically you won by six. Yeah. Even though it said it was like twelve, we just kind of just gave up at the end there. But I'll say this: I am one of those people who, no matter what problems I have with LeBron, this is this is very much on record. I have two sports rules, and they've always been the same since I was younger. Never bet against Tom Brady. Never bet against LeBron James. Right. I don't care if he's in the eighth seed. He's LeBron James. But with that being said, he is showing signs of age. Sure. A little bit. I mean, granted, he's still a freak. He's, he's, <laughs> sure, he's you know 38. He's, he's, he gives, he's my he gives age. every he's NBA player, he gives every NBA player a false sense of age. Right. Yeah. Because he's still 40 years old and he's playing like a 24-year-old kid. Yeah. Well, he's a physical freak to begin with. And then he puts in, you know, it's there's everyone knows it. He puts in a million dollars per year into his health and body. Like he sets aside at least a million dollars every year to to help with that longevity and stuff. I feel like that's something. Oh, you mentioned Tom Brady. Tom Brady obviously did TB12 to keep that going. Like they they invested not only their time and effort but also their pockets into that longevity. I think that's that's where a lot of the athletes maybe should be looking. I, I mean, you know, even out here, like what we do out here, you know, like for me, chiropractor every day, massage therapist every day, I go to, to cryo whenever I can, you know, like I, I feel that man, like, I feel like I'm, I feel younger now than I did a couple of years ago because I'm starting to do these things. So, you know, LeBron, I know does the hyperbaric chamber. He does cryo every day, he does all these things, massage. Like, so yeah, I think you get, you know, I will say though, like, some days it feels like his legs aren't as under him as they were. And granted, he's a 38-year-old man. 39 right, who's, played, who's played longer than a almost million <laughs> A million games. A million games. He's always in the postseason, too. Let's not forget that. It's not even he's just always regular. In the so, he's played, he, so he just plays further than everyone else. So I will say, like, I was shocked he didn't do more in that game one. But you may be right. He may just be like, I'm going to hang back. Let the he team he was going to let the team. He was hanging back regardless doing LeBron things. And it wasn't until Austin and Rui went off in the last 15 or last two he, minutes of the he game. Stopped. He was just like, yeah, let the, let the rest of the team do it. And if they're, if they're capable of doing it, that's what I'm saying. LeBron, I was critical of LeBron uh, when he went to Miami um, years and years ago. Uh, you know, then when he came to, to Laker nation, I was like, okay, cool. We're going to be in the postseason, but I, I'm not going to be a true LeBron fan until he wins the championship. And he won a championship and we're back in the playoffs. Uh, there's, hold on. He won an asterisk championship. No, that's not an asterisk. That is not an asterisk championship. The you bubble is an asterisk championship. And why is that? Because I mean, there was you were playing teams that would be down three and four players. Wait, did the Lakers not be down a couple players too? Yeah, they were down players too. But I, I feel uh, like I, they're I'm pretty small, sure they 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 have. Feel like a, there's a small asterisk on the on the. Here's the thing. I would say the same. Give you a line it, of that asterisk, it, maybe. If we would have won, I would have been like, well, yeah, we got a ring, but there's an asterisk next to it. Uh, I feel like every team wants that full strength. I don't know. Hey, listen, he got, the guy's going to win. I don't think he's done winning championships. Here, I, I don't think he's, uh, be, you know, they're in the seventh seed. I don't think he's beyond winning a championship this year. Like, you know, I don't want him. After, uh, yeah. So that's the thing is I'm, I am realistic with it too. I, I think if they continue to play everyone, even basketball, they have a chance of making it out of the Western Conference. But I will say, the Western Conference, it looks like because of the records all season long is the weaker conference. I disagree. I think the teams just beat each other up because they play each other a lot more. 
and you have you have the elite teams on the east, of course, the three elite teams in Boston, Milwaukee, and uh, uh, and Philly. You have those. Yeah. You have those three. Those are the obvious three best teams, and they're probably the best teams arguably the best teams in the league overall. But then after that, there's such a precipitous drop-off, I believe, that you can't say West the is way, is better. The West is way more of a knockdown, drag-out. Everyone's way closer to even in the West, I yes. feel Yes, like. which, it made to, which know, is the why it's may, amazing. The, the records may not reflect it, but the I'm telling you right now, the West playoffs is the one to watch. Absolutely. Like, that East is like, it's going exactly how we thought it was. Boston's going to murder. Milwaukee's going to murder. The 76ers are going to murder. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. I'm interested to see, I'm interested to see the West thing because I want to see how it plays out. Obviously, I want to go deep. We only made it to the second round last time, got swept by the Warriors. Um, I never trust the Warriors in the playoffs just as much as I never trust the Lakers in the playoffs. You never know. It doesn't matter if they're a low seated team. Like, yeah, no, that's true. And it, one has Steph Curry and one has LeBron James. Like, yeah, yeah, and one has Clay Thompson, one has Anthony Davis, and one. Well, the only one that you don't know is, like we found out today, uh, Draymond Green's going to be out for, for game three of that series, which I, I don't know if you, you saw that. Who cares? <laughs> I like, here's the thing. There's Well, if, they, I, if he's got game three, of, though, and they go down 0-3 to the Kings. It's over. It's 100%. Over. 100% it's over if they do that. My thing has always been this with him. I always get, because, you know, I talk a lot of basketball shit on Twitter, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, like, I'm always like, I always hate on the guys who guard you from when you pass the ball. And like, so like I talk a lot about Draymond Green, and a lot about Pat Bev. Hey, it's Katie Babs. And I'm here to let you know about all things smoke black craft. If you're a metalhead like me and want a cannabis brand that fits your aesthetic, dark, edgy rock and roll, you found it. Shop the latest grinders, bongs, rolling trays, apparel, and way more for all your smoking needs. Use code SMOKE for 20% off your next order at SmokeBlackCraft.com. Again, that code is SMOKE for 20% off at SmokeBlackCraft.com. Um, I, I, on Twitter, people will come to me and go, listen, if Pat Bev was on your team, you'd love him. If Draymond was on your team, you'd love him. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I disagree. I think those are the only two guys that I'm with, like that with. I don't yeah. want Draymond. No. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with all your fans on Twitter, dude, because, I mean, we did have Pat Bev for a while, and I used to despise him when he was a Clipper. But, like, I was like, eh, he's kind of he's got everyone's back, though. When he's, whatever, whatever Wolf Pack he's with that season, he's kind of got everyone's back, which is kind of cool to see. Yeah, but here's the thing about those two players, too. When they do it, they do, they do a lot of low-blow stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm on a podcast right now. Uh, we're about to have a bomb dog on this podcast, guys. You're about to have a what? Bomb dog on the podcast. Bomb dog. Bomb dog. We got a bomb. What, what, what is this bomb dog? It's a bomb dog. He's oh, bomb oh, dog. oh. They're coming through and checking the arena for bombs. Right. See, that's how long it's been, Zach, since I've been out in one of those arenas. I forgot that that is a thing that they do every day. Yep. <laughs> During podcasts sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Apparently. I, I like it. It's candid. It's candid. It's What's his name? What's up, Boomer? <laughs> Funny name for a bomb dog. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's an interesting name for a, for a dog, for a bomb dog. You know, I love I love that you're on the road. Let, let's let since we're we're talking and and you got an arena bomb dog coming through there anyway. You guys are in uh, Huntsville. You said tonight. Huntsville tonight. Yeah, he wouldn't let me pet the bomb dog. I thought that was a little weird. I don't think you're supposed to. Well, I did. So fuck him. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I know. So, 
So you guys are out on tour right now with Three Days Grace and uh, 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 from Ashes to New, who I just had uh, Danny on the show this week. How's the tour going? It, man, it's been great. Uh, honestly, it's been really cool. And uh, the shows have been going amazing. I think post-COVID, man, it just feels, I mean, you'll find out. You guys haven't toured in what, now six years, seven years? Five years. Five years. Geez. It'll be, yeah, a little over five, I think, uh, once we get back in next May. So next, you didn't like, you didn't month. get to get that immediate post-COVID thing when it was still weird. No. You know what I mean? No, no, no. And now it's that. like everything, like all these arenas are packed. I mean, the first, the only non-sellout we've had so far was Savannah the other day. And it was 89% or 91% or something. You right. know? So it's been really good, man. And it feels good. The, all You know, we're at the place now, like kind of where you guys are. It's like where we're only going to tour with people we want to tour with now. Like you're not going to, you're not going to management a band onto me or label a band onto me and be like, well, this band needs to go out. I'm like, well, I don't know anybody in that band. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm, I'm all for making new friends, but we want to tour bands we like, you know what I mean? Like, I know we always joke about like, all right, Avenged Shinedown in stadiums 2024. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I think that, you know, like that would be the thing for us. Like we would tour with you, you guys. Never know. You never know. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, well, we we had so much fun on the tours we did together in the past too. It was just it's like-minded bands that are out here for the right reasons and enjoy having fun together and enjoy a good dinner on a day off. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, that's kind of what we like. And so, whoa, 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 I'm not going to let you go past that. What what's some of the good dinner spots you've been? At? I you also been flying on a jet the last couple of days. So I didn't know you're fancy like that. You're texting me. You show me pictures of Danny. You even let him on the on the on the. Plane that was actually table. Maddie, not Danny. They, oh, that was Maddie. I don't know. I saw, I saw I saw I saw a muscular dude with with short blonde hair. Like what? Do you, what do you? Yeah. They all look. You know, all those guys look the same. <laughs> you uh, yeah, you Ben Affleck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've been flying the last like week or so. It's been fun. Uh, my kids actually. One of my oldest sons coming tonight, and then we're gonna fly um, right after the show, and I get to go home, so I get to sleep in my bed for two nights. Um, yeah, it's been it's been fun, man. Dinner wise, you know me. I write down like I'm the guy that when. Any of my friends go anywhere, they text me and I'll show you this. I have a list in my phone and I write down every good dinner spot I've ever been to. Or if I'm watching a show, um, like a show on like Food Network or whatever, yeah. I'll I'll just, I write them all down. Like that's New York City, the big paragraph. There's a bunch in New York, obviously. And then if I go to I them, I'll give you them. you do that. You've been doing that for yeah. years. For years, like 15 years. So two thumbs up or like a one thumb up or I'll give them like a number rating. That's awesome. Any new spots? Yeah. Anything that was new on this on this uh, tour, particular one? I got to go to Louis Lunch for the first time in New Haven, Connecticut. It's the home of the very first hamburger ever made in America. Really? It's from the 1800s. Yeah, they would. Um, a guy. The story is a guy came in one day and they they made steak sandwiches and he was like, "I, I got to get this to go." Or no, sorry, they made like steaks, but they he wanted to get it to go, so they put it on white bread. And they still make it the same way in the same broilers. There's like these weird vertical broilers. And uh, they they take the burger. They only cook an onion on it. They like put the onion on it, mash it down in this little cage, cook it sideways, take it out, put cheese spread. Cheese, not not, not an actual piece of cheese. Okay. Because yeah. they didn't wow. want the cheese to melt in the broiler. Right. And they put cheese spread on the white bread and they hand it to you. And it is one of the best things you'll ever eat. Really? Okay, I got now. I got to try. I'll, I'll hit you up next. Where'd you say that was in Connecticut? New Haven, Connecticut, and we did all the New Haven pizza spots that are my favorite: Sally's and Frank Pepe's and all that. So, 
That's awesome, man. I miss the road so much. I got to tell you right now because it has been so. You're long. gonna. You're not gonna know what to do. Oh, I know exactly what to do, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> It's different out here, man. You've been gone a long time. Yeah. No, I, hopefully it's like riding a bike, but we'll see. You know, I know a lot of a lot of the scope of everything has changed. Like I'm, we're learning that just by planning. Like I, after Can I get I, off this with you, I'm going to go do rehearsal. I'm excited about you texting me saying you're going to rehearsal. I was like, that's really cool. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm excited too. We've been getting uh, going through stuff and getting everything ready for Next month, we'll be out in Rockville. Are you guys doing any of the festivals, Do the Danny Wimmer festivals? Oh, not this year. We're just doing all headline stuff this year. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. What, um, how do you feel? Like, I don't want you to give away anything, but like, mm. when you get to this, where you guys are now, it's like us, right? Like, we've had 28 singles now, and we've had 20, we just had our 20th consecutive number one. Like, is it harder for you now to make a set list? Uh... Not at the beginning, no, because uh, for, I mean, we got two different set lists, obviously, right? Where we're not going to play all the new material from the new album until the album's out, which doesn't come out till June 2nd. So we got these two uh, shows in May uh, where uh, we won't be doing that. So, you know, probably just, and those, luckily those are festivals. So it's like, like, you know, you try and, you know, let's, let's hit, let's hit the, let's hit the heavy hitters. 30 dozen, dude. Yeah. Give let's hit the heavy hitters and get out. the, get off and tell them to come back when we're here for our headlining stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, but luckily for us, like, we're just so excited about the new record and the new material. We're, we're going to be putting a lot, it's going to be heavy forward with that. So then you just fill in a couple heavy, heavy hitters and a couple of fan, uh, deeper cut fan favorites called a day. I love, I love the whole new record. This is Krista Makes, guitarist and vocalist for Less Than Jake and host of Krista Makes a Podcast, a songwriting podcast where every week I'm joined by an amazing guest to break down the writing, recording, and release of one iconic song from their career. In our giant evergreen back catalog of episodes, we've had rock legends such as Dee Snyder and Huey Lewis, punk rock favorites like Mark Hoppus, Fat Mike, and Brett Gurowitz, and up-and-coming artists of today such as Liz Stokes of The Beths and Genesis Owusu. We've had guests from all genres and styles of music, and I guarantee that if you peruse our back catalog, you'll see several episodes that'll make you say, man, I gotta hear that. Whether you're a fan of music or a creator of music yourself, you'll take away a whole new appreciation for the songs you know and love. Chris Makes a Podcast is available for free on all the places you could possibly listen to podcasts, and new episodes come out every Monday. Wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure you're subscribed and leave us a five-star review. If you want to listen to this show ad-free, head over to drinkswithjohnny.com and become a premium member. You'll get to enjoy unreleased clips from your favorite guests, discounts on merchandise in our shop, and access to our private Discord server where you can chat one-on-one with Johnny Christ himself. Awesome! So stay tuned, stay thirsty, and stay filthy as fuck. I have the whole new record. You got the whole new record? I didn't know. Did Matt send that to you? Matt sent it to me. Oh, that is so nice. Watermark. Oh. Don't worry. I can't leak it. It's watermark. <laughs> I can't download it. I have to stream it on a website. Oh, yeah. We're not, we're not handing out downloads. No, no. We don't do that either. Um, <laughs> no, man. It's really good. Like, I, it's, it's, you know, we're, we're one of those bands, right? Like you guys, where it's like every record sounds completely different than the last record. Right. And like, I think that's where music needs to be. I don't. There's, listen, there's 
and people get mad at us for it. I, I'm sure that you're going to get your share of that too. But to me, man, there's so many rock bands out there, and I'm not naming names, but there's so many rock bands that, that try to you know, create that same sound every time. And God right. bless them, it works for them. Um, I can't do that as a creative type. Okay. And I know you guys can't. And I know, like, I remember being at your house, I don't know, three years ago now. Yeah. And it was like, and you guys were working on the record and you were telling me how different it was and how, like, you guys would try shit. And if it didn't work, you'd try something. You know, like, that's kind of like, to me, that's exciting. That's to me, like, that's as a creative person, like, that's what music is. Like, yeah, I, so I, I, I totally got the record agree. really late one night and I stayed up and listened to the whole record. Nice. Have you, have you listened to it multiple times at this point? I listened to it multiple times. I've, I, I always do the, the studio listen on the speakers and I do the car listen and then I do the AirPod listen on the plane. Nice. Um, but I listened to it. I think I probably listened to the whole thing all the way through five times. Nice. Okay. You're living with it. Weird, you, I, I got it before you guys picked the single. Mm -hmm. And on the first two tries, I was like, what's going to, what's going to be the single? <laughs> like I, well, I that's, didn't know. See, that's what's funny is like we've I've been doing up doing press all week or last few weeks for this and stuff, and people are asking like, why you choose this for the single? Does it the representation of the album, this and that? And you know the typical questions you get. Um, yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with them, just they're you know atypical. And um, you know the real thing that I keep saying, like letting everyone know, and since you got the record, maybe you can attest to this part too, as someone who's not even in the in the band but knows what's going on here. It's really, it's not a single choice. It's per se, like in the truest form, it's just our best foot forward in prepping you in a lot of respects for what the rest of this uh, record experience is going to be. That's a great way to put it. It's an ease in to what the record is. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's the on-ramp. Yeah. For the, and at, look, you know. I love every one of these songs, obviously. You know, we put a lot of time and effort into this. We all do. We love every single one of these songs. But it's just in the traditional sense of music and singles. It's hard for me to call anything a single these days when that's just so far, <laughs> creatively, it's so far from where our mind is right now. We don't care if it's a single or not. We're just like, this is what we wanted to do. We're making it like, so this is a song that I think encompasses things, I guess. I don't know. That's, that's pretty much it. That's my spiel on our record. I've been talking about this for the last like two hours. <laughs> anyway, let's just, let, let, let's, you, you got, you got a big day over there, Zach. You got a, a big show in Huntsville in the arena with everybody. Let's just tie a bow on the shit talking. Okay. On, on like, what, first of all, Grizzlies and six. what's that? Grizzlies and six. You're going to claim Grizzlies and six. You're, you don't even think it's after losing game one, you don't even think it's going to go to a game seven. Grizzlies and six. Oh, I love this. Okay. 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 I okay. We haven't seen this game yet, so from tonight. So I could be I could be dead wrong, and my prediction will already be dead wrong after. You're tonight. gonna say Lakers in five. I'm gonna say Lakers in four. I think I think I think it's You're time. out I of think, your I think mind. It's time to bring out the broom. Uh, it's a sweep. It's a clean sweep. <laughs> what are what are, what? Come on. What's the what's the action here? Uh I don't know. Well. If I'm wrong, it won't be that bad because then it'll at least go to a game five, which means we're going to the game. I don't, I don't know when it would be, but yeah, if I, if I have a day off, we're going. Okay. I'll fly there, in. Was, there was two I parts of that. Okay. typically fly in home. All right. Well, we'll check the schedule because I already get that. I don't know. What, do you wanna, what else do you want to throw on it? Do you want to throw more on it? You want to throw some cash? You I, think, throw I think, some I fun? think we, I think we, I think we do need to make this uh, Avenged Sevenfold shine down. Add one more band, Stadiums, twenty twenty four. That's what we need to do. <laughs> <laughs> the 
<laughs> you know that's not up to this game. <laughs> Listen, guys. You guys are all Lakers fans here, so. Mm. No, no, no. Hey, are you still doing your podcast, by the way? Yeah, we took a, a, a long break, but yeah, we're going to jump back on. And th this season is going to be the guest season. So now you got to come on. Okay, yeah, Al, absolutely. Come on. How about this? Uh, we'll make it a make it a little bit more of a friendly wager. We got to do. We got to send each other right. jerseys. Whoever wins wins the series or gets the right prediction, right. Even. we'll even make it. I will be as bold to say, like, if they don't sweep, I can still lose, even if the Lakers. Okay, win. yeah, yeah. And yeah. we got to do something where uh, on the podcast, maybe we uh, on each other's podcast, we got to, I don't know, wear a jersey for the for the whole episode or. Uh, Not or uh, we just... gotta send each other jerseys, mm -hmm. and then we we gotta do each other's podcasts again and wear the jerseys. Yes, I love this. Okay. That that'll be a fun that'll be a fun wager. I'm into that. And if you're and if you still have a day off, uh, and and, uh, and there is a game five, which I don't believe will happen, um, then we will. Then I'm coming to Memphis. <laughs> I hate how far we got to travel for these games, man. I wish we could have played a closer team. I, you know, the other crazy part. Uh, obviously, we won't be going to LA because those. I, I don't have season ticks, bros, and and I I haven't toured in five years. So <laughs> I tell you what, after this first tour, then you got to get season tickets. <laughs> Refill these coffers. I up. used to have season tickets. I don't want them anymore. It's too many games. I love them. I'd rather go to like two or three games. No, man, I go to, I went to, I only missed 10 games this year. That's, in, yeah, that's incredible. But hey, you're, you're, it's not LA, man. I got to go all the way to LA. I live in Orange County. Yeah, dude, you live, yeah, you live in Orange County. Like you're, that's a, that's a, that's a three hour rip for you for a game. Right. Which I don't mind. And honestly, before I had uh, Frankie and, and everything, like I would, I was going to every game, every, every chance I could, you know, even, even when I had tickets yeah. in it. So, you know, just diehard. So, Let's go beyond that, and then I'll let you get back to your to your uh, to your road life there. Uh, who do you see yeah. in the in the finals overall, realistically? If you, it, I know you want to say the Grizzlies, but if you can't say the Grizzlies, I'll even say that for you. you oh, I'm, I'm I'm always a realist when it comes to predictions. Um, I think Suns, Suns, Celtics. You think they'll? You think you'll get that? Uh, was that? That's a rematch, right? Then they just have they had that two years ago, right? Yep. Yeah. All right. No, Suns Bucks. It was Suns Bucks two two years ago. So I was that game. That green and white. That green and white East Coast shit. I I get them confused. I was uh, I was actually in the <laughs> arena at Game Six when the Bucks won. Oh wow. Yeah, that's pretty great. awesome. So you think you think the Celtics are going to do it this time, huh? I think Celtics. If I'm a betting man. And I'm not putting my team first. I would say I, I would see. I'm going to say Sun Celtics or Denver Celtics. But yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you care to hear my prediction? What do you, what do you think here? Oh God, Lakers. <laughs> and then the other team just gets it doesn't matter. It do, yeah, it doesn't matter who it is. No, no. I look like I said. If the Lakers continue to play that they that they have been uh, since the trade. I think that they that they can make it to they can make it out of the Western Conference. I think it might end up being them and the Clippers, to be honest, in the Western Conference Finals. It should be a battle of L.A., which would be crazy. And then I think it might, you know, I, I think I like I like your prediction of the of the Boston Celtics making it out of the East. So yep. another L.A. Boston um, 
championship, I think would be pretty cool to watch. I'm going to tell you right now, there's no way that the Lakers and the Clippers are in the Western Conference Finals. You don't think so, huh? I think you have a 1% chance. And if it happens, I'm going to be real upset that I said that. <laughs> don't worry, I'll clip this out and make sure I send it to oh, you. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, thanks for hopping on for a quick minute here and talking some shit with me. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure shit talking will keep happening tonight oh, through text messages. Absolutely. So. Maybe next week I'm going to hit you up again and be like, hey, you got to come back on. So <laughs> Let's do it. I'll have better Wi-Fi next time. All right. Sounds good, man. Hey, enjoy the rest of your time in Huntsville. Hey, can you give Danny my number? Well, I, didn't, I didn't actually exchange yeah, numbers with him. Give, him. give him my number. He was a cool dude. I will. All right, dude. Have a good, have a good uh, rest of your time there, bud. I'll, I'll talk to you in a mere hours, I'm sure. Oh, yes, you will. All right. <laughs> Later, buddy. All right, so you guys listening at home already know that the Lakers lost last night. And, uh, you know, obviously I'm a little bummed on it. i got to come to this realization here on the show that I just need to stop betting for my teams against uh, my guests because I think I'm 0 for 2 at this point, at least. Oh, man, I'm not going to give excuses on this one, though. But I will say it was a little sus, a little suspect that the Lakers didn't shoot one free throw attempt in the entire fourth quarter. Now, of course, I texted Zach immediately after the game, and uh, he was on stage, so I'm waiting for him to text me back. Uh, You know, it was just, it was a tough game. Um, I definitely think the Lakers came out a little, little flat-footed. You know, if I'm, if I'm honest, I think they were like, eh, "Let's wait till we get them back at home." So we'll see. But the good news for me in losing this bet is that there's a chance I'll be at Game Five at in in, in Zach's seats um, if he has a day off at the same time. I got to look at the schedule now. I haven't looked just yet. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna get too excited just yet and, and, and ruin it for myself. But if there is a game uh, now that we know there's a Game Five, rather. And Zach doesn't have a show. He has a day off. We're flying out there. I'm holding you to it, Zach. Anyways, yeah, I'm a little bummed. Lakers lost this one. Um, but, you know, Series 1-1. They went in. They got the, they got home court equaled out again. So now they just got to get the next two. And then hopefully they could finish it up. And hopefully I'll be there to witness it as the Lakers move on into the playoffs. We'll probably have to have Zach back on for the next Thursday, Thursday. Or some, some Grizzlies fan of some kind. At any rate, that's it for this week. We'll, we'll, we got an episode for you guys coming out on Monday with uh, comedian Chappelle Lacey, a good friend of mine. He stopped by the house uh, while they were while he was uh, about to be doing a, a, a stand-up show at the rec room here in Huntington Beach, talking about him uh, becoming a paid regular at the comedy store and what that actually means, <laughs> as well as so many more things. Uh, that we get into big big fan of his and uh he's got a he's got a great taste for music man so uh make sure you guys subscribe and follow everything drinks with johnny so you don't miss a single episode until next time as always cheers this is the story of Whitney Houston. This is the story of Kurt Cobain. Of George Michael, of Otis Redding, of Amy Winehouse, of Michael Hutchins, Bob Marley. This is the story of Prince. It's a new podcast series. About how they died, why they died, 
and while we're still talking about them so long after. It's like nothing you've ever heard before. It's storytelling. But it's more than that, because rock stars... They tell us how we feel. They change our mood. They change the clothes we wear, the people we hang out with. The way we remember things. It's them who give us those ludicrous moments, the ones where you're... Jumping around, singing your heart out, feeling understood. And it's those moments we'll help you remember the ones you're thinking about right now. That feeling. That feeling. It's coming soon from Crowd Network. Just search for Death of a Rockstar on your podcast app. And subscribe now. Well, hey, friends, my name is Zach Lupiton. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like the Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolfpack, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more. So guess what? After 150 conversations with some of my favorite songwriters from around the world, we are bringing brand new episodes to the Osiris Network. New interviews and intimate acoustic performances will be coming at you this summer. And which episodes are coming next, you ask? I am Zach Goody, the lead singer for the band Smash Mouth. Our band is called Milky Chance. We are based in Berlin. My name is David Shaw. I sing and write songs with my band, The Revivalists. Trust me, these conversations go some wild places. So subscribe to the show on the road on Osiris, and we'll see you soon. Again.